Welcome to Misty Queen's Circle Queen. This podcast is all about connecting with the universe. And that universe is you. Here, spirituality will meet reality. We will discuss mindfulness, personal growth, vulnerabilities, and bash society norms about women, sparkling it up with spiritual fun as astrology, tarot, and laws of the universe. I'm your host, Diana Baltra, modern mystic, astrologer, writer, and mindful self-love coach. I really hope you will enjoy this ride. So let's jump in and start growing together. Hello, my darlings. I'm so pleased to bring this episode to you, where we discuss the higher self of the amazing Sophia Lifshitz. Sophia is a level two quantum healing hypnosis technique practitioner. This hypnosis technique was developed by the late Dolores Cannon. And in her practice, Sophia guides her clients through the emotional and physical healing The majority of work she does is associated with the client's higher self. And this is exactly why today Sophia is here to talk about what higher self is, how to connect to it, and hear the messages that it has for us. Because, hey, we all have higher self. And it's time for you, loves, to befriend it. Because believe me, once you do, the life will flow so, so much easier. So no further ado, I'm bringing to you my amazing past life soul sister, Sophia. Enjoy this episode, loves. Hello, my darlings. I am so pleased today to bring this amazing woman, uh, definitely my soul sister, I think, from the past, too. So really glad to connect with her. Welcome, dear Sophia. I'm so happy you joined us to discuss the beautiful higher self and its importance in our lives. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Big pleasure, dear. So I think this is the topic that we can go quite deep. And personally, I hear lots of misconceptions about it from people too, or more confusions, let's be real. Uh, what exactly is that higher self? So I think this is going to be quite juicy. <laughs> But before we dig a little bit deeper, maybe you just want to introduce yourself and what is spirituality to you also to tell us. So I'm Sophia Lipschitz. Um, what's spirituality to me? It really is, first and foremost, is a love for myself, right? Because going inside and realizing that the only love that is truly needed is the love within, it was very important for me. And then when you love yourself unconditionally, you no longer judge yourself, you no longer say I'm fat or I'm ugly, right? You just accept yourself the way you are and you forgive yourself for whatever has happened in your life and you let go, you love yourself unconditionally and then you can love everyone else. Oh my God, that was... Fully channeled beauty. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that answer. And, you know, I always ask also the guests, what is your soul's vision? I know this can be a little confusing question because it might be changing or twisting a little bit, but what is your own soul's vision right now? 
right now or in general because i already know <laughs> my higher self told me <laughs> yeah see that all rolls to the same high yeah it does. yes it does well my soul's purpose really here is to help others to help others heal it doesn't matter what it is if it's just to give a little bit of light which is you pass a person you smile and it brightens their day that's also a form of healing so that's what i'm here oh beautiful love that so can you elaborate and dim some light on us what exactly that higher self is because i think everyone is sometimes being confused and to be honest i was also in the beginning about that so i'm gonna start a little bit from kind of far i guess concept of what god is not within the religious standpoint right god is really energy and what are we we are little specks of that uh, one big bowl of energy And I guess those specs we would call a soul, right? So your soul, I'm not gonna go too much into soul because that can also divide in many into many different parts, but your soul is your higher self. Right? So a body is just a vessel and our consciousness, right? As kind of part of the body. Our higher self is really our soul. We call it our soul, we can call it intuition, and we all feel it. Right? No matter what, I've never met even one person who was like, no, I don't know what an intuition is. I've never felt it. So we feel it usually if it's threatening moments. Sometimes we feel it. Sometimes it's a gut feeling. Sometimes it's a knowing, right? And some people say, oh, I've been pushed. Right? You don't physically, right? Some people felt physically pushed, but some people feel that, you know, I knew what to do. I knew what to say. Right? I could feel it's coming from somewhere. So that is your higher self. Your higher self is all-knowing. It knows what your path is. It knows everything and anything that happened to you before coming here. <laughs> I'm kind of, as I'm speaking, I'm like, I'm not sure how much to, you know, whether or not people believe in past lives. <laughs> in my work, that's something that we touch on. So I'm, you know, I'm always treading lightly. But your soul knows everything and remembers everything which is I, also called your higher self. Yep. Yeah, I mean, just go with the past lives. I think people who listen to this are a little bit already familiar that we speak about some woo-woo nice things, which are not woo-woo at all. So your higher self knows where you're supposed to be going. We're here to learn. We're here to experience life. And all of those difficult things that we feel as difficult or issues or problems are really lessons, right? But your higher self is always there to guide you. And it always gives messages. Yes, exactly. I think this is also what you touched because some people believe that higher self is something that is us, but still outside us, like it's not the part of us. And I feel that's where that sad misconception happens because then we don't feel like we can have a grasp on it if it's something, you know, outside of our spectrum and dimension in general. So what is your point on view if you hear people discussing, you know, this? Because probably you have heard that before too, haven't you? Well, uh, think about it as it is part of us. It's always there. And it's kind of, I would describe it as, you could say a guide. So it's part of you that knows everything, right? Consciously, we don't remember our thing. But that part of you knows everything about you. It knows where to go next. It knows which path you should be on. It knows which people, it sounds kind of like which people you should be associated with, which you shouldn't kind of thing, what lessons you need to learn, and it will guide you accordingly. Mm. So it is within you. It definitely is within you. Exactly. So that's exactly where we find it <laughs> inside us, isn't it? Yes. 
And when we talk about inside us, right, it's that idea of going within. What does it really mean, right? What does it mean going within? It's tuning out all the outside noise, which means electronics, which means TV, right? Because a lot of information we take from outside, from all sides, be it your neighbor selling you something, your girlfriend, your mother, whoever, right? And the idea is to go within because we need to understand that we are all-knowing. You already know what's good for you. And a lot of times we feel it, especially when we're being forced to do something that we don't want. We're like, mm, no, I don't want to do that, right? Where's that coming from? It's coming from within saying that, no, that's not your path. That's not what you should be doing. But again, consciously, we don't always listen to it just because we're used to being pushed around or whatnot. But that's also growth process, right? But the idea is to calm the noise, I guess meditation would be the best thing that I can think of. Again, not everyone is able to do that right away. It takes time. It takes training. But once you start, it doesn't have to be long. You can do it for literally two minutes a day if you want to. You know, do it for a week for two minutes, then make it longer for five minutes. A lot of times guided meditations really help as well because it kind of stops that running mind, right? That all those thoughts because you're listening and concentrating on something. And it helps you to calm down your mind and go within. Mm -hmm. Another way of kind of stopping and tuning in, this is what I do. <laughs> I can tell you what I do. <laughs> a lot of times, mm, I don't know why it happens usually when I'm alone. And it's kind of a shower time is when I'm alone. But I would literally just ask, can I speak to my higher self in my head, right? And it will respond to you, yes or no. Right? And then you can ask, then I ask questions. Should I do this or should I do this? And if we're all, we all doubt, and that's the norm, right? We all doubt ourselves, first and foremost, we doubt ourselves. And sometimes I do ask, am I speaking to my higher self? And then there will be a laugh, no. And that's my ego. I know that's my ego. And again, with love, you know, it also wants to participate because it's there. But definitely quieting the mind is the main and the best way to start hearing your higher self. Mm. I love that you mentioned that too, because most of us are so used with noise nowadays. It becomes like our safety mechanism not to feel, just having constant noise around us, sadly. And I think also we really need to dish that misconception of the meditation, because I think there are lots of myths around what it is also and what is not. Like, it's not totally not thinking also either way. I think that's why people don't want to use it too, because they say, oh, I can't quiet my mind totally. That's why I'm not going to use meditation in my life. And I think usually that's the indication that you need that even more. And uh, there are different ways. I mentioned guided meditation, right? You're really concentrating on something else or someone else speaking. And this is for people who know or understand what chakras are. It's all visualizing, right? So in my meditation, a lot of times I clear out my chakras, right? I go from the top and I visualize however I want, how the dirt in my mind, right? And my chakras look like. And again, yes, my mind is working, right? But it's concentrating on something else. It's not concentrating on constant thoughts of what I need to do today. Uh, what do I need to buy? Who do I need to call, right? or what my problems are at this moment. I'm concentrating on something different, but you're right. A lot of times it's people don't understand how is it that we can not think at all. <laughs> exactly. And of course it takes practice. If we are so comfortable with the noise constantly, of course it's going to be hard to quiet this 
even a little bit for even not a minute, even half, you know, a minute. So it's very normal also to feel that way in the beginning. And that's what I think Sophia is also telling you, loves that it's totally okay to start small by simply doing this little by little, because this is also how we get more in tune with the highest self voice itself. We started to getting more familiar what exactly it is just by quieting it more and more. Another also simple way is whenever you feel, as I mentioned before, we all, again, I've never had anyone tell me I do not feel my intuition, right? But whenever you feel that intuition, however it comes to you, it comes in many different ways, but you as a person, you know yourself that that's it. The more you actually listen to it, it can be as easy as, you know, do I go left and right? And you feel like you need to go right, but you're like, ah, but I like what's on the left, right? But the more you actually do what your gut feeling or your intuition is telling you, the closer the bond becomes. Mm-hmm. Because at some point, and I've actually had that in my practice where when we do connect to the all-knowing higher self, the first thing the higher self says, is, well, he or she's not listening to me, right? So at some point, believe it or not, the higher self, even though it's loving and is always there to help us and love us, it's never judgmental, but it's there to help us and love us. At some point, it will check out if you will not listen. Right. And it will say, you know, I'm mad at whoever. Right. I'm upset because I'm not being listened to because we're trying to help her. But she's so stubborn or whatnot. She doesn't want to listen. Well, she'll say that she knows she hears us. Right. But she does not want to listen. So therefore, the more we actually listen and follow what we're being told, the stronger the bond becomes. I love that because, I mean, why would it show it itself loudly if we don't want even to hear it or believe in it? Of course, that makes sense. It's kind of like a friendship that we need to nurture itself. Absolutely. And if we don't listen when it speaks, kind of whispering in the ear, I would call it, right? Inside us, mm, it will start giving you other signals. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like imagine you're in a room with someone and you're trying to tell them something, but they're not listening. At some point, you're going to kick them or you're going to poke them, right? Or you're going to start throwing stuff at them. So um, the higher self, if we're not listening at all, it will sort of, I guess, manifest in a way. Uh, that would be the word. It will start giving us signals. It can be little aches. It could actually grow into illnesses if we continue not listening because it's trying to help us. That's what it's there for. I'm just going to go with, I guess, Right, the bigger ones. Well, let's let's do this. So higher self is very much mm, very literal, right? So if it's trying to show you or tell you that you know you're being scared, you're not going on your right path, or you have a choice to make, but you're having trouble making that choice. Again, a lot of it, uh, if you look at any situation, a lot of it really boils down to fear, right? So anything that has to do with making staff moving forward, that would be your legs. Usually the left side of your body is past of this lifetime or past lifetimes, because we do drag things on from past lifetimes. Right side, it's something that's happening now. But if we have it so that both legs are in pain, that means that something was happening in the past and we're still dragging it on to the present time. It was not dealt with at all. So that literally means we're not stepping on our path. We're scared to make a choice. We're scared to go forward. So very little, right? Hands, for the majority of the time, it's really we're holding on to something really tightly. 
And I believe even actual doctors usually also, I feel like I've heard it before, that cancer is really anger. So all the information that I'm telling you is what I've sort of uh, figured out from doing sessions. That's what the higher self says. So cancer, yes, cancer is deep-seated anger, but it's not, you know, I'm angry at you today. No, it's for years and years and years, and we're not letting go. To be honest with you, I've never had cancer patients yet, but I know practitioners who have. And it's like the moment they realize, yes, the client realized, yes, I'm holding on to this, mm. right? And it's, you know, I no longer need it, right? The higher self will specifically give you steps of what to do, right, as far as cancer, because there is a way sort of to get it out of the body, right? Yes. So, yes. So we basically make ourselves sick, right? Be it with our thoughts, again, not stepping forward, holding on to things, you know, stomach, it can be guilt, again, many, many, many different things. But higher self is not only there to help us go forward, it is also there to heal us. So we are self-healing. We are able to do it. But again, the idea is to go inside. Yes. Isn't it funny? We are recording this during eclipse period. It's still kind of eclipse period, even though it was yesterday. And which is intense lunar eclipse for full moon about dealing with emotions and, you know, them being brought up. So I love that you're bringing this up because so many times people are thinking that this is some kind of punishment if we get an illness. Just, you know, anything in relationship with emotions and feelings, then it passes into the physical body. People always think that it is a punishment that they did something wrong. Sometimes, you know, we even get deeper into, oh my gosh, I did something wrong to another person. This is why I'm getting this. Then it's just our own emotions and not an ability to deal with this, but, you know, us trying to suppress it because we are able to deal with this. It's just running away from these. And, you know, it's literally so literal, as you are saying, and we are still trying to think that it's not when it's just like right there in front of us. But again, it, a lot has to do with how we were nobody taught us right um i feel like this needs to be taught at schools oh, the fact yeah. That, yeah right we are able to heal ourselves and again the fact that it's punishment comes from long history of religion right but yeah this is a new age age of aquarius and it's definitely time to change and change our minds or how we look at the world right and understand that we are very strong and hum human beings we're just extremely strong beings, right? We are able to make ourselves sick. Then if we're able to make ourselves sick, then hold on. If I can do that, then I can do the opposite, right? Yeah. It's only logical in a way. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's all so connected with our spirit, you know, and the logical mind in the end too. And I mean, we people tend to complicate the things so much, thinking there is something behind us, then there is just like basically just one side street. Deal with your emotions in the end. <laughs> Definitely. No, I so agree with you. It's not easy. Oh, no. Because it's not an easy process to go through because there's a lot of things that we not necessarily want to look at. Sometimes it's easier to go and have an operation rather than to go inside and figure it out, your feelings, and heal yourself, heal your inner child, right? whatever needs to be done for the healing. But we're unfortunately, we're so used to taking the easy way out. Yeah, exactly. The magical pill. 
which does yes. exist. Because no matter what, all those issues are going to come back anyways. Exactly, because that magical pill that actually exists is ourselves <laughs> dealing with that. So it's funny how we look for something outside and it is inside, as usually it is. Yeah. Why can't that be much easier? <laughs> Don't you? Like sometimes it's like, hire self, can you just knock and heal everything? Yeah, that would be so nice. <laughs> You know, I have to be honest with you. I do use my higher self sometimes. Again, we're all human. We all have fears. And I used to have so many fears and I had to overcome them. But once I realized that, you know, my higher self can help. And I was like, oh, I'm going to use it. So whenever I would have this debilitating feeling of fear, I would literally be like, uh, you know, my higher self, please take this feeling away from me because it does not serve me at this point in time. And again, we can look at it as, Yes, it's exactly what happened. Or, you know, like a placebo effect. I said it and it helped. Whatever helps you. But it did help. And it literally took about 30 seconds. I totally agree because it is about asking. Sometimes we just don't ask. That's the problem. Just asking our higher self, the spirit guides, whatever is there for help. And they are actually openly opening their arms, you know, waiting for this and shouting, heck yes, finally, you know. But so often we want to do everything on our own because we are superheroes, you know, and we need to solve everything, sadly. But it can be so much easier with the support. And you're absolutely right. They're waiting for us to ask. And that's the only thing I could say, well, in my mind, if someone is religious, I'm not judging, but in my mind, that's what prayer was created for. We might think of it differently now, but what is a prayer, especially night prayer, when you ask God for help for this and that, right? I think that's why people kind of got the idea of prayer. What we did with it afterwards, you know, it's kind of um, whatever happened, happened kind of thing, you know? But the idea of it is was to learn how to ask for help. Exactly. I love that you are saying that because this is also what I hear a lot from people about the misconception of the prayer. Then you kind of tell your clients also, okay, should we make a prayer? And, you know, the eyes just pop there. And it's like, uh, no, no, I basically just mean making affirmations because this is what it is. Words with higher vibrations to lift yourself, you know, and to ask exactly for support. So I love really that you said that. So good. Okay, darling, I know we're going to need to start rolling kind of this up, but we can speak for ages. Uh, maybe we're going to bring you up with another topic or more about <laughs> the higher self, you know, because it's going to go on and on. But before we do that, can you maybe recommend some other resources and your own, you know, services and where people can find you? Yes, I'm a quantum healing hypnosis practitioner. So um, what I do is we get to speak to the higher self through doing a past life regression. And we basically just use it, the past life regression, to get a person really deep into trance. And that's when the higher self can come out. And definitely after the sessions, people have very good connection to their higher self. Because it's like, here it is speaking through you and you hear it because I do record it and people listen to it. And actually it's very healing listening to it afterwards. So I am located in Palm Harbor, Florida. QHHT can only be done in person because, well, it's a big responsibility when we're putting someone under and my client is my responsibility. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's only done in person. But um, I'll give you a website that you can put where people can find a practitioner uh, near where they live. Other resources that I would recommend, if you want to know what your pain means, there are a few books that have been written and they're amazing. 
One book is Soul Speak by uh, Julie Cannon. Julie Cannon is actually a daughter of Dolores Cannon, and Dolores Cannon is the one who came up with the QHHT technique. And another one, which is also an amazing book, is by Louise Hay, and it's called You Can Heal Yourself. And it's basically describes you what each ache, pain, or illness really means, kind of translating the messages from the higher self for you. Mm. And the moment you translate them and you understand them and you figure out what you need to do, you no longer need the pain. Your higher self no longer needs to send that, right? It no longer needs to kind of tap you on the shoulder, be it right shoulder or left shoulder, right? And since I'm speaking of shoulders, very quickly, I'm just going to say it just means we're carrying a lot. It doesn't mean someone is putting a lot on us. It means we feel like we're taking a lot of responsibility for something, right? And it's just start unloading the responsibility and the pain is no longer needed. Mm, greatly said. We're going to include everything on the show notes as usual, Diaries. So you're going to find both the books and where to find Sophia out there. So before we end this, is there the final sentence maybe you would like to share with people as inspiration or, you know, kind of like affirmation for people to do or not to do? Whatever just comes forward right now. What really comes forward right now is love yourself. Love yourself and smile. Because even if life is difficult, smile. Because the moment you smile, it might be forced, but when you smile and the more you smile, even if it's forced, the emotion comes and what's the emotion is the feeling of happiness. And the moment we're happy, the rest doesn't matter. Yes. See, we are preaching here. <laughs> <laughs> this is spiritual school and or church, however you call this. But this is amazing, Sophia. Thank you very much for sharing your wisdom. I think this is going to help really lots of people. Because I personally, as I have said, really hear lots of misconceptions about higher selves. So I think this is really going to open the channels and allow people to realize some um, big and at the same time simple things because it's both of the same. So thank you a lot from my full heart. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. Love you. <laughs> Love you too. So how is that for the discussion loves? Your higher self is your intuition. It's your soul. It is inside you, not outside you. And you can always, always tune in and communicate with this force because it is always there. It wants to truly guide you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please check out all the show notes to find the resources that Sophia has mentioned. And well... This definitely has been one of my most favorite ones too. I'm so happy I brought this amazing woman to share together with you and her wisdom. So I hope you enjoyed this. Meanwhile, loves, take care of yourself. And I can't wait to see you next week. Lots of kisses.